Thanks for joining us here. Wager Rager, D-Nice here with the Bet Crushers Playoff Edition. Super Wild Card Weekend is with us. Yanni, what's up, man? Ready for some playoffs? Is it cold up that way? A little bit cold up here. (laughs) 18-week season. JJ has led us into the freezing cold of January here in the Northeast, huh? The tundra, but we got football, so whatever. Not as cold as Buffalo. We'll get into the weather of that game. But cold enough. Cold enough, but... Hopefully that the bets are going to be red hot this weekend. We've got six games. The first time that we've seen a Monday night football game in the wild card round. I'm not going to complain. I'm sure whoever wins out of Cardinals and Rams might complain because they'll be on short rest. But guess what? I don't really care because I'm just going to bet on the games and I don't play for the teams on short rest. (laughs) So anything up front that you guys want to say or should we just dig into all six games which is probably going to take the better part of an hour to go through everything because you know how long-winded we all can get (laughs) let's dig let's dig let's dig first game of the weekend i sometimes feel bad that the Bengals always get that 430 slot like it's always cincinnati or houston if they're in the playoffs or the worst market but cincinnati has or or both they played seems like they did that two years in a row Playing plenty of times, or like Cincy and the Jets, plenty of times. But great fans in Cincinnati. This spread, Cincinnati, minus five and a half against the Vegas Raiders, who got into the playoffs, that crazy Sunday night football game, which we could spend a whole podcast on that, the ins and outs of that. Five and a half point spread, over under 49. This opened at six and a half. I grabbed a six and a half on the Raiders. This is ticked down. Bengals minus 225 on the money line. Raiders plus 185. Yanni, any thoughts? Well, no, I know you have plenty of thoughts. Any bets you've made on this? What do you see here in cold, but not brutal cold Cincinnati on Saturday afternoon? Well, I I don't have anything strong in this game, and I'm curious to hear your guys' take here. I, I think, first of all, I do think if we're doing this pragmatically, the Raiders were the right side at six and a half, and I think that um, you know, that that kind of showed that that the public felt the same way as that number quickly dropped down. Um, but I it, it seems like a lot of points and something uh, kind of a high level thought here that applies to this game and other games is first time appearances by quarterbacks. We've got Joe Burrow in his second season, first playoff run. Um, and something I didn't realize, but Derek Carr's first playoff game because he was injured. Yeah, in, because in he got injured in 2016. Now, Carr is, I guess, what you would call a grizzled veteran. So even though it's his first playoff game, I don't think you would look at it in the same light as you might a Joe Burrow or a, a Mac Jones or someone like that. But it is his first game. So I, I think when you're looking at this game, there's a couple things I look at. Number one, Joe Burrow has the number one passer rating against the Blitz in the entire league. Um, and that's, you know, that's really interesting. But the, the flip side of that is the Raiders Blitz less than any team in the league. So you kind of wonder if there's anything there. And then obviously you go back to when these teams have faced each other. Um, it was a really close game. Now the Bengals pulled away at the end, but, but overall, I mean, it was a pretty evenly matched. So when you, in saying that, I haven't offered a lot except for the fact that I do think this is going to be a close game. I still think the Raiders are the right side, but you know, when you're looking at a minus five or you know, that kind of a thing against a red hot Bengals team, I don't know that I want a part of that in terms of betting it. And when you look at that total, um, I don't know that I want a part of that as well. I lean under in this game, but with as hot as that Bengals offense has been, it scares me a little bit. 
Um, and the Raiders just kind of, you, you don't know what you're getting with them at times. They look great at times. They don't. So that's my long way of saying it's an interesting game. I think like all of these games, they, it'll, it'll probably be enjoyable and fun to watch. I don't know from a betting angle standpoint that, that I can find a huge edge that would make me say, hey, I'm, I'm really looking at this. And I really want to play this. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. I'm with you. I'm with you. And JJ, I'll get your thoughts also, but let's just set the table a little bit more here. Raiders ever since getting blown out 48 to nine against at the chiefs about a month ago, they've won four in a row defense has looked better. I know the defense gave up 32 points on Sunday night, but how about mad Max Crosby right now? That guy is insane. Mm-hmm. That guy is ridiculously insane. So could he disrupt Burrow? Yeah, I'm sure he'll get to Burrow a couple of times. It just seems like one of those spots that don't force a bet. I think that 49 might be a little bit high, considering that we have first-time quarterbacks, first-time head coaches, of course, also in this spot. It seems like maybe it's that Sunday or Sunday, that Saturday first game afternoon where it's a little bit slow to start. You're doing some other things with your day. You're maybe taking down the tree if you haven't done that yet. It's a little slow start. And then things pick up a little bit in the second half after they get their bearing straight, everything of that nature. I don't hate a first half under. I was talking to you guys before we started recording 24. Don't hate the first half under. You can talk me into a full game under 49. Yep. JJ thoughts. Same here. I mean, I think it's a little bit whack that the full game total is 49 and you're on DraftKings and the first half total is 24 and the second half yeah. total is 24, right. which doesn't add up. <laughs> I think that's 48, right? Yeah, that's 48. But anyways, yeah, I'm 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 more on that side. And I I can't I just can't make heads or tails of this spread or total. I'm with you. But the but the first half under aspect, I think seems to check some of those boxes that we talked about as far as concerns with these offenses being a little more of late starters, maybe some jitters. Cincinnati's been making a living off of these, I wouldn't say fourth quarter comebacks, but some serious kind of back against the wall type of uh, consecutive drives. Yeah. But that seems to be later in the game, second and a half and or second half. I don't have any data to support that. So I probably am just full of shit, but I kind of <laughs> like that first half angle. Hey, as long as you sound convincing, then you might be full of shit. <laughs> yeah, but you right. sound like you're not as much full of shit. Vegas actually, like I'm taking a look at their numbers, total success rate, eighth in the NFL offensively, solid with the pass and the run. I know that Derek Carr, a lot of people think that he's full of shit in a shitty quarterback. Look, he gets it done, and he's been there. He's yeah, been he's in the fine. league for a while. He's he fine. gets it done. He's he's a middle-of-the-tier quarterback, and he'll he'll not win you any playoff games, I'm sure, he because does. he hasn't yet. But here he is. Yeah. He's got a chance right here. Although he won but on is he any football worse? game, which was a playoff game against the Chargers, and, and he showed up enough. Is he any worse than Carson Wentz? No, I think he's better. <laughs> so, Substantially. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's, and that's Next. why the Colts aren't in the playoffs, because Carson yeah. Wentz is just a disaster. A weirdo. Yeah. I got to tell you, I saw a stat today that blew my mind, and I don't want to get us off track on talking about these games, but did you know the Colts led more minutes this season than the Titans and the Packers and basically all the playoff oh teams. So even God. the one seeds, the Colts led oh for more duration or time during the year, and they didn't even make the playoffs, which is wild. But anyways, back to back, I just wanted to kind of throw that out because that was like a mind-blowing stat when I saw that. 
we can take 30 seconds and just say rest in peace our Colts futures bets. I had them to win the AFC yeah. rest in peace that, and yeah, Yanni, that that's a great stat. And they didn't even lead in that game on Sunday. Right. So they, they had that total through 17 weeks and they, yeah. they just completely capitulate. No Carson Wentz capitulated and put them in bad spots. And that's that. And we'll talk about it in the off season in terms of what's going to happen there. I don't know if he's beaten if they'll bring him back or if Frank Reich will bring him back, but that's, that's crazy. Um, yep. Last thing on this game, if anybody's looking for an upset pick, if you really want to pick an upset, there's worse games you can pick outright on a dog than the Raiders at plus 185 plus 200. If you can find it, I'm not saying that I think that they win, but I, I could see that happening in this spot. And of all the teams this weekend, they're one of uh, the teams that I would pick to potentially have an upset. It's, it's it's certainly not the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll tell you that much. So no, you're, you're right. If, if you're looking at playing a money line dog, I think that this is the game that you want to play because yeah. you get the nice return there. And it, would you really say that you would be shocked if the Raiders won this game? No. I wouldn't be shocked. So I think when you look at that and you see the value in that money line play, it, you know, I think this is one for sure. Glad we're in agreement there. Okay. Jot that down. And if we get, uh, feisty and we need that money line bet as the first game of the weekend which i don't think i'm gonna be looking for that then then of course then we can play <laughs> let's move on to a better game one of the better games of the weekend some may argue the best game patriots at bills for what the third time since uh december since early december they play three times this season right here and this is third time since that that game that wind game right that we had early december it was that week 14 i want to say with the 50 mile an hour winds Bills favored by four. I think this opened at four and a half. Money line minus 200. I saw a little bit less at some sharper books earlier, like a minus 185 at bet online, plus 170 for the Patriots, over under 44. Of course, this is the third time they're playing. I've said that at least three or four times already now. But we don't have, yeah, right. We don't have the wind in this situation. We have brutal cold. It might be hovering around zero degrees in this spot. That may be part of the reason why this total has been bet down. I think that we're going to go around the horn and maybe talk ourselves into something on this over under, but if there's no wins, maybe we should take a look at a play here, JJ. I like it. I, I like the, the over. I over. We talked through this a little bit now that it's gotten down to what? 44. It's a little bit of a different ball game. From- I heard it was at 43 and a half last night. So let's see if we can get that back down. Yeah, but it's it's the lowest total on the board this weekend at 44. Yeah, so why not, right? Why not? No, in all seriousness, I think this is a matter of probably leaning towards what we saw in Foxborough. Obviously, the, the, the wind game was an anomaly, but this, and this is a little bit, off the off the path a little bit but this game to a degree is almost like san francisco dallas to me in a way two different environments different types of teams but you have the niners you have the patriots is kind of like these power type teams we're going to stick to our game plan coming into the game and roll with that um but what i think you see here with new england and buffalo is just tried and tested opponents going up against each other which i think makes the the spread a little difficult you've got yanni who has some really interesting thoughts there but at 43 and a half 44 the cold i i don't know i haven't played football in minus 
10 degree weather or whatever it's going to be that night. But <laughs> I don't think the cold is going to be as huge of a factor. Maybe it is in the kicking game, uh, but this kick. is a pretty low total. <laughs> this is a low total. It's a low total, 44, lowest of the weekend, like I said. And look, I get that they've played three times already, and I get that I've mentioned that six times already now, but <laughs> yeah, Buffalo can move the ball. And we'll go to Yanni for all of the X's and the O's to see what he thinks on this also. But I don't see Buffalo being held down to less than 20 points. And sure, it could be like a 20 to 16 game. And you're like, oh, yeah, it was cold. And maybe there is a little bit of a wind that takes place and it's like 12 miles an hour. But I don't think that's really going to affect things. Yanni, your take? I think you're right. I don't think the weather it doesn't look like is going to be a huge factor because of the projected, I guess, lack of wind. I mean, the wind, obviously, as we saw in their first matchup, played played huge factor. I don't think we're going to have that here. Um, you know, did a little looking back, and the the last time a game in Buffalo was played this cold, it was almost identical conditions as far as temperature and wind. The 1994 playoffs, uh, they took on the then Los Angeles Raiders and beat them 29 to 23. So, okay. you know, s- similar conditions managed to get 29 points in that game. So when you look at that Buffalo team total, I think you, you, that's very much in play. I think you can definitely look at that because I don't think weather's going to prohibit that. Um, when, when you, when you really look, when these teams played the first time in that wind game in Buffalo and that monsoon there, since then, it's been a tale of two teams. You, you know, at that point, it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, New England's kind of reclaimed this division. The Bills kind of fell back to whatever. And since then, the Bills have kind of been on a roll. And New England has kind of spiraled out with the exception of that blowout against the Jags at home, which, I mean, I'm, we're not going to give any credit to that. Um, no. Even though, even though the Colts might say to give some credit to that, we're not going to give any credit <laughs> to that. Um, I mean, besides that, this New England offense has looked bad. Mac Jones has looked bad. And I mean, this was a guy who was a clear cut rookie of the year favorite going in to that point of the season. And now he's fallen out of that simply for the fact that he hasn't really done anything in, in, you know, three of the four games since then. Um, so I, I think you look at that. And then I think you also look at this new England defense, which is a good defense, a very good defense. I think it's a top five defense in the league. Um, maybe, maybe even top three, I think they're second in scoring overall, but they have not looked nearly as strong either. They haven't gotten to the opposing quarterback as well as they were doing. They haven't gotten turnovers the way they've doing. We've seen some uncharacteristic things in terms of both penalties, missed tackles, all those kind of things. They may get some of that cleaned up here. I, I don't know, but the reality of it is, is early in the season when people are like, man, New England and you know, Matthew Judon's good. Judon's going to be defensive player of the year and you know, all these things going on, like, that's all disappeared. Mac Jones isn't going to be, you know, probably not going to be the, well, he may be the rookie of the year. I can't say he won't, but he, he probably won't Likely be. Likely not, that, right. Yeah, and that defense, is, defense has kind of come back to a, a little bit of a not-so-dominant factor. So you mentioned it, I think you said six times. This is the third time that they've played. So I actually think this favors the Bills a little bit here. Um, and the reason being is, these teams know what each other are going to do. And I think that kind of slows Bill Belichick down a little bit. I mean, what wrinkle can he throw out there? What, what is he planning that the bills haven't seen? 
Um, and, and again, we're not talking about, we go back to that first time playoff quarterback. And I think back to Josh Allen's first playoff performance and it wasn't awful, but he made some crazy plays. You could tell he was amped up, jittered, whatever you want to call it. He was trying to lateral plays and, you know, hurdle people. And, and granted he does some of that stuff anyways, but it, it was an obvious that it was a new environment for him. And granted Mac Jones played in a national championship in college. So it's not like the guy's going to be rattled. I don't think that's going to be the case, but Again, you got a, a first-time rookie quarterback playing against an offense that's kind of been, you know, playing pretty well recently. So I think you nullify some of that coaching with New England, and I think you got to look at that Buffalo team total. Now, I think you can also look at the Bills spread here, and I will say that the Bills right now are the more heavily bet side. So if you want to tread cautiously on that, I would totally understand. But here's something that, that, that we've learned this year about this Bills team. When they win, they win. They win by double digits. They, they blow teams out. Their point def- differential is number one in the NFL. So unless you think New England's going to win, which they could, if you want to bet New England money line, it you know, wouldn't be the worst, craziest bet in history. But if you think the Bills are going to come away with a win here, there's a real good chance it's not going to be 23 to 20. There's a better chance it's going to be 30 to 13. And that's just kind of how their season has gone. So I think you can look at that Bills over team total. And I think you can, you know, fairly comfortably lay the four points if you think the Bills are going to get this win, which which I believe. And, and of course, I'm a little bit biased. I hope they get. But I think it's the right side here for sure. Definitely two of your teams starting out the NFL playoff landscape here with Bengals and Bills back to back. I like all of what you said. We talked about also beforehand, but Bills team total Check Fando, you can get 24. It's juiced at minus 116, but I'd rather have that 24 as opposed to 24 and a half. I like that. I that was think... much better advice than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like all advice. Well, no, and... I like that the the isolating, you know, who's going to be scoring the points, who's the most likely team to be scoring the points. Well, and um, JJ, I, I'm going to throw it back to you, but uh I want to bring one of the real quick point up here that we talked about that I think is another betting angle. And we haven't looked at all the props and really kind of dug in there, but Mac Jones passing yards, I believe it's set at two Oh five ish, something like that right now. Five and a half. It is. I think you could play the under there and feel pretty good going in. And I realize that's a very low total, but when you look at how much Jones has struggled and you look at how well the Bills have gotten pressure and defended the pass there. It reminds me in a lot of ways, and it sounds crazy, but it reminds me of Zach Wilson a week ago who they com- completely throttled. So even if New England has some success, and when you look at the last game that the Bills won, New England was hanging around a little bit, but it was all through the ground. It was Damian Harris running and even Mac Jones running to some extent. They couldn't throw the ball. And I don't really see any reason why that would vastly be improved in this game. So even at a low total of 205, I think you could take the under on that. And, and D, you kind of pointed that out right away. And, and I think that's a very strong play. So I'll kick it, JJ. Sorry, I'll, I'll give it back no, to you. No, that's good. I'll, I'll leave it at that. We all concur. We all concur yeah. all around. Yeah, we saw that the player prop was just posted. We're recording this on Wednesday evening, just posted on DraftKings 205 and a half. We're going to bet that. I think that we found some angles here. So – the over is enticing. I'm going to isolate it to Bills over 24. I'm going to pay the minus 116. I still like the over. I'm going to lay off that, though. I I might skip the Bills on the spread, and I might just do an alt spread at minus 6.5 and, and minus 9.5 just to try to get some, some power there, some power bets. To Yanni's point, they've won by double digits, so it's plus 120. 
and plus 175 are the best prices out there that I can find right now for minus six and a half and nine and a half respectively. I think the bills win this game. Is it a blowout? I doubt it because they're playing like we've said how many times now, is it 10 times now that, that, uh, we've said that they're playing three times. Yeah. Just want to make sure everybody knows that this is the third meeting. Hey, it's not the first time they're playing. (laughs) It's the third time in the past month and a half. So, okay. That's, that's good. That's good. And we'll talk about the bills. I'm sure in the futures market segment that we do, but let's, let's leave it at that. 